I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry I have more news for you. We go to number eight issue, which is coral reef and other marine habitat destruction. Now, one-third of the fish in the Persian Gulf are supported by its coral reefs. However, the Persian Gulf coral reefs are now among the most endangered in the world. About 35% might have been already lost due to bleaching pollution from desalinization plants. And it will not stop if we continue to have desalinization plants. It will just increase the damage, you see? Mm. But without salinization plants, we have no water in your country. So you see the trouble. Effects from past wars in the region also add on to this problem, and also ongoing mega construction projects, though they look beautiful, though they are an attraction to the locals as well as the tourists, they do cause a lot of damage for the environment. Now, for example, the building of large artificial island in Dubai, which is really a masterpiece of architect. I also am very impressed by it. But, you know, it has hugely damaged the Gulf's coral reefs, mangrove trees, and seagrass ecosystems. Please forgive me for stating the true facts, because you need to know now. Number nine, we go to air pollution. Many of us now live in the cities and we cannot avoid the pollution, like the ozone smoke, which takes away our health and sometimes even our precious lives. One in five Emirati children have asthma and hundreds in the country lose their lives to pollution-related problems every year. Number 10, we go to discuss the topic which is in your heart today and which is the major theme of your Congress. That is meat consumption the subject that not many people want to talk about, even at the United Nations Summit. I tell you what, yesterday I was at the meeting and president of uh, Mexico, uh, he was the advocate for lessening methane, and he said methane is caused by uh, livestock raising. Yes, he knows all that and he advocates for reducing it even through animals uh, industry section. So he's well aware and he's not cover up anything like that. 
But he has a long speech. I don't want to repeat his speech here. If you want, you can log on to UN website and find out what he said. Okay? I'm just saying just one little thing that I have observed. One of the participants, she was from China, I think. She looked like Chinese to me, and she spoke with a Chinese accent. In English, huh? She was mentioning about all the damage that meat industry is causing to our world and the environment and the health of the people and uh, the health of the children and every other thing, etc. And uh, even cause disasters in our world. And she was just mentioning, I mean, really to the point, honest and not trying to show off, she was just really very emotional and passionate about the meat issue that she wanted to remind all the participants and particularly the president of Mexico to see how they would uh, deal with this, how they would stop it, or how would they kind of decide about meat industry. Then uh, I heard that she was told that not to talk <laughs> anymore. <laughs> Look, and the president also did not answer. Perhaps he has short of time, he had to leave. But you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, we can understand. We have to be honest and truthful about the main topic. We cannot run around the circle and avoid meat industry question like we avoid a sore thumb or avoid a boy on our body and don't touch it, don't touch it. We have to touch it in order to heal it. Especially we know that it is very dangerous boy which could affect our life, which could be fatal to our life and even infect others. And even in this situation, in fact, the whole planet could kill the whole world. Then we have to touch that boy and let the doctor heal it. Or we heal it ourselves if we know how. And we do know how. We have technique. We have power. Each one of us can do this just by being vegan. Nobody wants to touch this subject. I don't know why. Maybe you could advise me later on why, because I really do not understand. I don't mean to intrigue you or to pretend innocent. I really do not understand when the problem is as clear as the nose in front of me here. I do not understand why people don't discuss and immediately get the solution going to save all lives on the planet, because we don't even have time anymore to discuss much further, too long, or to be polite to each other until it's too late. Okay, sorry, I get carried over. Forgive me. I'm just too passionate about this subject because it's in my heart. It concerns all of us. Yesterday I was watching the president's speech and question and answer there, just as I was just mentioning to you. And one of the, uh, I think, journalists or something with a big camera come and say, oh, can I take your picture? <laughs> I say, why? I'm just listening to this. 
And she said, because you're so passionate and look like you are only like very interesting. It seems like one man campaign or something. I said, yeah, yeah, I'm very passionate about this because it's my planet. That's a wonderful idea. Uh, it starts with one man, doesn't it? And then it carries on to the other, and that's how your passion can go on to other people as well. And it's our own common world that we live in. Yes. I sat there just alone, you know, <laughs> watching the TV outside the corridor. And I was so fixed on the TV. That's why she was attracted, and she came and watched me for half an hour or something before she asked me. I said, oh, go ahead, take what picture you want. I'm all yours. <laughs> And then she left after a while. Okay, we go back to your country. Forgive me, my God. Oh, forgive me. The United Arab Emirates is one of the main countries in the Middle East that imports live sheep from other countries. Millions, millions of these animals arrive on ships with tens of thousands that have died each time from extreme crowding and other conditions along the way. Poor sheep. They have done nothing wrong to us, ever. We have a saying in English, huh? As sweet as a lamb. I don't know how about your country, if they have such a saying or not. How can we kill such sweet living animals? tear their limbs apart and consume it. Allah would not be very pleased with this, I imagine. And the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, when he was alive, tried to save a little lamb at one time. I'm sure he saved many other animals whenever the opportunity Arrive, but not all are recorded in the Hadith or in the Quran. Enormous quantities of meat are also imported, especially from Brazil, India, Australia, also Sudan, Kazakhstan, etc., etc. All of these exporting countries mentioned above have environmental and even economic struggles due to livestock overgrazing, meaning that the meat habit worsens drought and desertification in many other countries as well. So the piece of meat that we put in our mouth is responsible for many disasters around the world. I'm so sorry that you are not well informed we can see now how it's connected. I mean, we couldn't see the connection even when we heard your okay. topic, uh, you know. All so. right. <laughs> Maybe we'll come back later <laughs> with Allah blessing, yeah? Inshallah, inshallah, it will come back. Chokekran. <laughs> okay. Plus, on top of all this, the raising of livestock animals such as sheep, goats, and cattle generates 
huge amounts of methane and other greenhouse gases, which in turn cause and accelerate global warming. I'm sure you can see the logic. In fact, livestock raising for meat production is known to be a significant factor in global warming, with scientists now saying that it is the livestock sector is the number one cause of global warming. I'm sorry again if you're not well informed. Were you informed, delegates, about this? That it's a major cause of global warming? Excellent. Thank you. Maybe some of them know. Yes. Maybe some. I was not. I thought maybe petrol emission and all those gases or whatever, that might be the major cause then actually uh, livestock farming. Livestock farming is the major cause. It's more than all the transportation combined, more than all the ships, the airplanes, the cars, the railway, whatever transportation, you name it. Is nothing compared to livestock raising in pollution rate. Okay, now you know it. You can log on to all kind of uh, scientific facts or the UN's Livestock Long Shadow website to see all this. I'm not making it up. It's the fact 100% accurate, conservatively. The pollution is more than stated more, and it's getting more and more each day. So the people of the United Arab Emirates could accomplish the most effective green change by removing all animal products. I know I'm asking for the moon, but you have the power to do it. You have to, you must, we all must, all country must do this. Otherwise, we will suffer too much, too much, very soon. I'm not a psychic. I'm not predicting the future from clairvoyance or from the crystal ball in front of me. No, no, I don't need that. The scientific finding, research facts, is enough to scare all of us. Even suppose I'm a meat lover, even if I am, I would immediately drop that meat like a hot potato and run away from it. That's true. That's well said, uh, Supribasta. Yes. This could help revive barren lands in many other countries as well as yours. In addition to stopping climate change globally, we could have a lush planet again because... We will have no more deforestation. Instead, we will reforest. And who knows, we can even reforest the United Arab Emirates. I am sure we will have time to do that after we save the planet by stopping all kind of poisonous gas from the livestock industry. And... It is crucial to stop eating fish as well for the seas to survive, as I have mentioned before the reason why. The United Arab Emirates has had the good fortune to prosper and is blessed with peace, abundant sun, precious, the sun is precious, 
and talented people. The discovery of abundant oil reserves has allowed your residents to enjoy a high standard of living in a short time. It was your wise and visionary leader, the nation's founder, late Sheikh Said bin Sultan Anayak. He was the one who reminded us that the ancestors survived in this environment on land and sea because they knew they had to conserve it, they had to take care of it in order to continue the survival rate. And he also said we should take only what we need and no more to conserve the environment. Your government indeed has been looking ahead to the future since long time, eh? not just recently, not just now, by planting so many trees and green areas to block desertification. Well, we could do more, of course, <laughs> when we have more time. Building solar energy, promoting organic farming, and developing clean alternative energy. Technologies such as Through the World Famous Mazda City Project. I'm sure you know. Yes? Yes. Yes. Yes, that's a miracle that your government is creating. I applaud them. Yes. And I'm sure many other countries are looking to the uh, United Arab Emirates as a pioneer and a role model and a shining example in this environmental uh, protection endeavor. Excellent. That, uh-huh. that is a very good initiative, that can be. Y- yes, yes, ma'am, it is. It is excellent initiative. Your government is very wise. Now you have to support your government to go one more step further, that is to support vegan alternative to save United Arab Emirates as well as the world. The United Arab Emirates has been for many years a provider of abundant energy for the world. At the same time, the government of the United Arab Emirates are generous in charitable giving. All the time, all the time. If you don't know about it, we have a list <laughs> of recent uh, charitable deeds from the United Arab Emirates. On the Supreme Master Television, eh? you can log on to www.suprememastertv.com. Every month, we list all the charitable countries and people in the whole world. And you can always uh, look backward to the older broadcast to find anything you want ever since our television exists. And today, the country would be able to make a historic, philanthropic contribution to save the world if we go one step further. That is to support the organic vegan solution because that's the only one we have right now in this urgent situation and all the technologies we can slowly develop when we have time.
The thing is, green technology takes time to develop and takes time to implement all over the world. Also, we cannot be too sure because these are new technology have not ever been tested. So at least we are safe if we go on vegan lifestyle to save huge, dangerous amount of methane gases and other gases which speed up our global warming danger. So as your country has already thought of her future beyond fossil fuels, which are non-sustainable and polluting anyway. Um, there's a more beneficial way, as you know, is to provide for humanity through sustainable, peaceful means, meaning obtaining our energy from limitless sources like wind power, sun power, and plant-based food. I think this is more befitting the United Arab Emirates, royal rates of people. The people with talents, the people with technological intelligence, and God blessing. I think it's more befitting that we change to a compassionate, God's creature-loving lifestyle, such as vegan diet. And... I tell you a secret before I forget. <laughs> this is a little part of my spiritual diary. You know, when I meditate, visions or wisdom or information come through to me, myself. Sometimes I share it with my association members. Sometimes I share it with the world. This secret I have not told. I tell you today. Okay. Suppose you promote organic, plant-based food, no? whoever, the, the government, whoever decided to approve this plant-based diet solution, just approve it only, he will earn, my God, thousands of zillions of spiritual merit points. And we need a lot of points to go back to heaven. Whoever approved this even, just one time, enough for him to fly to heaven already after he leaves this world. He doesn't even need any more pilgrimage, doesn't even need to do anything else even. Whoever approved of that and whoever makes sure that it carries out will obtain the same spiritual marriage point that heaven will bestow upon it. For example, just like financial merit in this world, if we have spiritual merit points in our bank account, it multiply, multiply. This is the thing. And the more we have, the more interest rate we earn. This is a very good thing. I was smiling alone by myself in the tent when I know this. And I was asking heaven recently that I could tell people of the world. And uh, I have the permission 
not everything I am allowed to tell, but when I ask for permission, and I can tell, I was so happy. I was so happy. You know, when you're happy and you have some good news, you want to spread it all over, right? All of us, right? Yes. So promoting organic plant-based food is, of course, the most urgent because we need to stop global warming in order to save ourselves in the near term by reducing the methane and other also toxic gases even to poison us even, not just only global warming, but it will poison our atmosphere. Maybe if it's too much, we cannot bear because this poisonous gas will speed up the global warming. Many, huh? Uh, nitrocide, which is uh, about 300 times more potent to warm the climate than the carbon dioxide that we talk about from the cars and from the airplane and so on. And methane is 72 times more dangerous, more potent in warming the climate than carbon dioxide. So even if we have more carbon dioxide than methane, it's not equivalent in the degree of danger. Therefore, I said, we still can have the cars, we still can use the fossil fuel for a while until we uh, develop enough green technology to replace it. We still can fly an airplane, we still can use the car, the train, the buses, whatever transportation you choose. Of course, the less, the better, huh? But carbon dioxide is not as dangerous as methane or nitrous oxide, for example. And there are more gases, more dangerous and poisonous gases came from animals, livestock, because they emit these through their uh, waste. They put lagoons after lagoons of animals' waste out there in the open. These gases, they are short-lived compared to carbon dioxide. So if we stop these short-lived gases, our planet cool fast, faster than stop carbon dioxide, because carbon dioxide will stay in the atmosphere for a thousand years, something like that. But methane and other gases, methane short-lived, maybe 12 years only. So if we stop the methane in a short decade or few, maybe even shorter, we have the planet cooling and not warming more. So all governments must stop all animal raising and animal products. First of all, they will not only cut the greenhouse gases drastically and at a very low cost, they will also save a lot of the water used globally for growing the fodder for animals the way it is. But also in the long term, you see all this uh, food we can feed the world double times over. Also, in the long term, organic vegan agriculture will sustain your country and the world. The United Arab Emirates government is currently working to increase the country's food security to be less dependent and more self-sufficient, which is laudable. So they have been buying farmland in other countries to grow food supply. Good idea.
But more importantly, they are investing in technology to grow, say, like fruits and vegetables in a better way. Thank you so much, <laughs> the government of the United Arab Emirates, for such intelligent approach. No, no. Thank you so much, Supreme Master Ching Hai. Thank you yes. for your profound insights yes. and words of wisdom and sharing your research with us as well. Some of the uh, delegates were already aware of it and some were new information to us, but uh, thank you for making it clear. And I personally wanted to thank you for letting us know what's the direct stairway to heaven. All those uh, million, billion points that we can go straight to heaven if we start yes. doing all this goodness and sharing that secret with us. I wanted to yes. thank you especially for that. Okay, okay, <laughs> yes. Your government is going to heaven for sure. <laughs> for example, recently, the United Arab Emirates government opened a state-of-the-art farm even that uses uh, hydroponics, uh, meaning no soy is needed while saving up to 70% of irrigation water. Your government is really trying hard to be up to date in the climate change uh, fighting. Yes. And they succeeded in growing all kinds of vegetables. Isn't that the good news? Yes. <laughs> the main crops of the country are dates, fruits and vegetables of all kinds. And this is wonderful, wonderful, because this is everything we need to have a complete, healthy nutrition. And the number of organic farms is growing all the time. Your country has 13 organic farms as uh, of March 2010, and we'll have 23 more by June 2011 for a total of 40 registered clean <laughs> Eco-friendly farms. Yes, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, clap in them, clap in the government. Yes. I also applaud them. At the same time, I hope and encourage the farmers, they hope, I hope, the government encourage the farmers to forego the cattle and poultry raising, to be vegan, organic vegan. Because, for one, it is still much more costly in terms of food, energy, water uses to raise animals, whereas it costs less and less to have organic uh, farming, especially the hydroponic that your government is progressing to promote. European Parliament supports reducing meat to lower greenhouse gases. Roll call vote. Vote is now open. Reduce your meat consumption or stop eating meat totally. During discussions on greenhouse gas reduction goals, the Climate Committee of the European Parliament officially recognized livestock's contribution to global warming and recommended a reduction of subsidies to the livestock industry to curb methane. The European Parliament has adopted its own position on climate change as an institution and as a vice president. One of the proposals I have made is in line with your own, which is that we should eat far less meat because that's one of the major sources of greenhouse gases. Please eat less meat and let's make 
taxes on meat, that's definitely one of the issues we're talking about. I'd like to tell people what the cost is of eating meat for the environment worldwide. My name is Jens Holm. I'm a member of the European Parliament. Please, be veg, go green to save the planet. We need every help right now in this emergency situation. Urgent time to save our planet. The Abu Dhabi government, for example, is doing a good job to support the farmers, to encourage them to choose the most profitable as well as ecological, chemical-minimizing, water-saving crops. Uh, this kind of government is also my government. <laughs> I hope our government will guide the agriculture sector to the organic vegan path and also use their knowledge and talents to share these good techniques with other countries because the world is interdependent and can cooperate together for a sustainable future. Again, and finally, we must change our lifestyle. Whether we like it or not, we should like it because we save lives. We should be as noble and compassionate as that. Otherwise, soon we will not even be able to enjoy this lifestyle or any other kind of lifestyle at all. We should live more simply, sustaining ourselves on the best diet and the economy, ecology diet, that is organic, vegan. And we should also live more contented, not only with money or material possessions, but with spiritual inner strength as well. Thank you for your open-mindedness in seeking new information and for your courage to change your life and to speak up for these new noble lifestyles. Thank you. Thank you for paving the way by helping others as well to be vegan, to be greener, healthier, happier, and more loving. Okay? Thank you very much. And you can, of course... Uh, ask me any question you want now. Allah is great. Right. May Allah bless us all. Uh, thank you so much for uh, your profound thoughts. Uh, Supreme Master Chengai, there are certain questions as I shared with you earlier. So, uh, Welcome. The first question will be asked by Harvey Ellis. Harvey yes. Ellis is a senior executive in the IT field, the speaker coordinator for our MeVeg Congress and a supporter yes. of vegetarian and organic living. So, Harvey, yes. you can ask your question now. Uh, thank you, Supreme Master. Thank uh, you and like welcome. Know, uh, in terms of the uh, future of the Middle East, in terms of the environmental uh, impacts in the region, uh, at least the future of the Middle East, how does it compare uh, to the rest of the world in terms of the environmental impact that you see? As I said to you, um, the United Arab Emirates is one of the most vulnerable regions to climate change. I just hope it will improve through our more compassionate, Allah-pleasing lifestyle. Okay. Uh, I thank you for your concern, and it's very nice to see you, first of all. I cannot really compare so detailedly but I can only tell you that there will be dangerous impact if people don't change, if we don't change as the whole humanity. 
not only in the United Arab Emirates, but the whole world has to change to the more sustainable diet, not to talk about compassionate diet. As the scientists have told us, and as you mentioned, we are already seeing the impacts worldwide. Even as we speak, the whole Middle East region is suffering from unusually extreme hot weather and drought. Even a worst ever forest fire in Israel, for example, heat waves, dust storms, and flash floods have been occurring with increased intensity and damage. I am sure you are already aware that the Middle East contains 13, 13, one, three, of the 19, one, nine, driest countries on the globe. Now, you see, the water available per person in the past 50 years has become 62% less. Meaning in past, before 50 years, for example, if they have 100 liters per day, now they have only 38 liters per person. 38, yeah, that is 62% less. Now, it's getting worse and worse. In just five years ahead, one Arab person will have to survive on less than one-tenth the amount of water available to the average person in the world in comparison. Mr. Ellis, see? Leaders across the region are worried about how they will provide adequate water. I think you all know this, you know, the water is less and less now. Christians, Muslims, and Jews in the Holy Land are praying for rain, and the Jordanian government is even pleading to the people to hold prayers for rain after five years of unusually dry conditions. The desert is spreading relentlessly in northern Africa, Massive sandstorms in Iraq have become much more frequent, more severe. Ancient irrigation systems in Syria have collapsed. There are Egyptian farmers so desperate for water. They dangerously use untreated sewage liquid to try to irrigate their crops. And in the Persian Gulf, Groundwater sources don't have time to replenish and are being infiltrated by salty water from the rising sea. Rising seas, not just one. The Arab world's legendary Jordan River, you know, the Dead Sea and the River Nile are shrinking so fast, so fast, shrinking. One visitor to the Dead Sea noted that it now requires half an hour to walk to the beach to reach the water shoreline, which was just a few steps from what used to be the seaside hotels before. The hotels there used to have water at their feet, at their gate. And now you have to walk half an hour in order to reach the water shoreline. My goodness. 
Food production is also going down, huh? Drastically in some locations. The fertile crescents that fed all the farmed civilizations in Iraq till now is a permanent cracked desert already. 500,000 climate refugees are on the move in Syria. These are people like a farmer named Ahmed Abdullah. You know, real example, real people. He used to provide for his wife and 12 children from his farm of 400-acre field of golden wheat. And now he lives with them in a tent. Imagine, as he has no job, no money, and no support from anyone at all. He not only has no money, he lost his dignity as the breadwinner of the house, as the provider for the family. Imagine how he feels. Imagine how we feel if we are uh, Ahmed Abdullah, the poor farmer who lost everything because of climate change. Overnight, who knows, we could be the Ahmed's family neighbor if the whole world's population do not change in time to save us. So, first we must stop the urgent climate change by adapting the vegan lifestyle and fast, fast, fast before the despair and tragedy get even more out of control. Second, we can also do a lot to help to ease the food and water shortages in the Arab world. For example, we can choose the best farming or irrigation methods that are water-saving. This could maximize efficient use of the precious resource. Since uh, 85% of all the fresh water in the Arab region is currently used for agriculture, mainly for livestock raising, it could even free up all this water for more sustainable uses instead if we stop the livestock raising. So halting livestock grazing, which goes hand-in-hand with the vegan lifestyle, would also hugely lessen the desert condition. So countries like Syria and Iraq could once again be prosperous and proud exporters of grain. I pray we won't wait till it's too late to change. Thank you, Mr. Ellis. Thank you, Supreme Master, for your answer as well. Uh, we have uh, one more question from Tony. Uh, let me introduce Tony to you. Welcome. Tony Satinder Pal Singh ha- uh, is a senior executive at a top oil and gas firm. He is also the food coordinator for the MeVeg Congress. He coordinated all the lovely uh, lunches for us as well. So, to- uh, Tony, wow. can you ask? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Tony. Buenos dias. How are you? <laughs> very well, very well, Supreme Master. Thank you very much for a most insightful talk. Uh, it's indeed a lot of lessons, a lot of facts that we take back with us. Uh, would like you to share your insights, your views on how a move to a vegetarian diet 
could actually help sow the seeds for long-term peace in the Middle Eastern region. Thank you. Yes, we all want that. We all want that. Yes. Thank you, Mr. Singh. Or you prefer me to call you Tony? <laughs> Either way is fine, Honorable Master. All right. For respect, I call you Mr. Singh. But for love, I call you Tony. Tony love, is good. I Tony is good. Tony. No, out of love, please call me Tony. Oh, I, for love, I call you Tony. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for all the food that you provide there for these beautiful people. <laughs> yes. Peace started on our table, Tony. We all know that. And simple. Why? Why does the vegetarian diet help in sowing seeds of peace in the Middle East, you ask? Yes, it's simple. It's just the law of like attract like. If we save lives, we will have life. Yes. The way a vegetarian diet can help is because it is the most peaceful action on earth that we can choose. By becoming vegan, the people in the Middle East are putting the power of their actions into their prayer for peace. And God will do the rest. But uh, I have told uh, the UN delegate who came to uh, our gala dinner last night that peace doesn't come just by praying. Everything has a price. Just like in uh, our world, we have negotiation, yes, for anything we want. Peace also even needs negotiations, as you know that. Physically speaking, for example, the peace in Israel, in order to restart the peace process, Israel has been promised many uh, airplanes, yes, uh, I guess it's protective airplanes as well as billions of dollars, yeah. according to the press. Huh? <laughs> I wasn't there. <laughs> I cannot tell you. That is for my knowledge. Okay. Now, similarly, we have to negotiate it spiritually. We have to earn peace because we have damaged peace. We have damaged the atmosphere of peace by creating, participating, or inciting wars over these decades. The price of peace, Tony, is very high. I myself give everything that I have, spiritual points, but I am still a couple of zillion short. After this all this conference, I have to shut myself in again in a tent and continue to earn more merit in order to give more. And you, all of you out there, please help me by being vegan, by being virtuous, by being benevolent, so that the atmosphere will be more suitable for peace apart from the spiritual merit that we have to earn in order to give. Just like money, we have to earn in order to give or to spend. I spend very little concerning money that I earn, as well as spiritual points that I earn. In case I give everything, I tell you honestly, I will not be able to go to heaven. If you go to heaven before me, 
and see me still running around here. In the last minute, help me, please. I mean it. Okay, now, you ask me why we have to give spiritual points, for example, to have peace in Israel and Palestine. You will ask me, right? Yes, okay. I will tell you why, sir. Just like a poor person, huh? He needs money. And in order for him to stand on his feet again, the government give him some support or the neighbors give him some money until he gain back his uh, strength to work or his financial uh, stability. Huh? Either he will repay you or not repay you. It doesn't matter. So people who are into war, they're in depleted status, situation of spiritual points, spiritual merit. Either because they have to take care of their country and decide to go into war for some reason and losing their uh, store of spiritual points. Or either they are in the critical time of a shortage of spiritual points, just like we are in the critical time of shortage of water, or sometimes we're short of money. Okay, so the one who has more must give so that he can change the pattern of his karmic structure. Yes, the karmic structure, the karmic pattern meaning that whatever you have done in other lifetime before you come here or in this lifetime will determine your actions and continue further in the same route if they fall into a certain uh, karmic pattern, then just stuck there, cannot get out. You see? So they need spiritual fuel power in order to get out of that situation, of the structure of the karmic fixed pattern that they are trapped into. You see what I mean? Just like we give money to some people in time of need. The people who are into war are to be pitied, to be prayed for, not to be condemned and criticized. We have to help them, we have to pray for them, not just by words of mouth, but by our spiritual strength and our spiritual merit. We must share with the whole world. And in order to share, we must have first. Thank you. Yes, the peace size of Afghanistan and Israel cost zillions of zillions of spiritual points to ease. And I call upon all humanity to wake up. Please wake up. Please live the way you are intended to live. You are the children of God. You are the future, the children of the Buddha. We must live befittingly as the royal members. Please be Veg, that's earn you merit enough to help the whole world and to restore peace on the planet. If you are virtuous, everything will become virtuous. Thank you very much. Thank you, Supreme Master. Um, thank you, Supreme Master. We really appreciate that you've given us uh, so much time from your busy schedule. So, um, Sandhya okay. has uh, one question. Yes, please. Honorable please. Supreme Master, Shanghai. Hello, love. Thank you so much for joining us at the first Middle East Veg Congress today. 
Yeah, I'm privileged. <laughs> the first ever, and I am here <laughs> with you. And you are at the um, conference of parties right across the world in uh, Cancun, Mexico. And it's uh-huh. a great honor for us that you can offer a message to all these delegates here uh, right across the ocean. Uh, you earlier asked that why people don't discuss meat as an issue. Uh, mm. And uh, if there is anybody who can answer. Um, so I'd like to add a point there that uh, I think change is difficult. Change difficult. for anybody when they yes. look at changing themselves. People go around changing the world very easily, yes. so as to say. But changing yes, oneself, I, I think... Is very difficult. <laughs> I know. So maybe that's why. You're right. You're right. But the thing is, if your house is on fire, you don't sit there and argue. You jump out. No. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> the thing is, people do not realize the danger. But if they do, they would change. Yes. That's why we have to uh, implement the information like the way she's making the congress today. She's trying to give people information. Sure. This is a great thing that she's doing. Sure. Yes. Uh, at this Congress, um, we would like uh, to also probably, we, since there's so much positive energy right now, uh, right yes. here, with your permission and blessings, can we do in our own small way a minute of silence um, connecting all of us right here? That will be just yeah. so wonderful. Okay. Yeah, we do that. Yeah, please. All of us, just close our eyes. And thanks for all the blessing that we have up to now. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. I was going to do it at the end, and you, <laughs> so fast. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you are just uh, so uh, to the point in raising each one of the points for us here about the dangers of water, um, especially in the Middle East, very, very pertinent yes. point. And um, if there is one urgent action which should be carried out immediately, to protect mm-hmm. all our lives on this planet, what would that one action be? That's the only question I have. Thank you <laughs> for the honor to be with you and for your noble question. Yes, it's just one action, vegan. Only one, you're right. Thank just you. Just one action. Thank you very much. Some of the benefits of a vegetarian diet lowers blood pressure, lowers cholesterol levels, reduces type 2 diabetes, prevents stroke conditions, reverses atherosclerosis, reduces heart disease risk 50%, reduces heart surgery risk 80%, prevents many forms of cancer, stronger immune system, increases life expectancy up to 15 years, higher IQ, saves 70% of a total cost of 40 trillion U.S. dollars for reducing global warming, uses 4.5 times less land to grow food, conserves up to 70% clean water, saves 80% of the cleared Amazonian rainforest from animal grazing. 
a solution for world hunger. Free up 3.4 billion hectares of land. Free up 760 million tons of grain every year, or half the world's grain supply. Consumes one-third fossil fuels of those used for meat production. Reduces pollution from untreated animal waste. Maintains cleaner air. Saves 4.5 tons of emissions per U.S. household per year. Stop 80% of global warming. Plus more. Save your life. Be veg. Go green. Supreme Master Chinghai, we have a lovely young person with us who would like to ask a question. Please. Lina Abbas is a vegan and an owner of an organic beauty salon in Dubai. And she has the last question. Thank you for being with us today, Lina. Hello, Supreme Master Chinghai. It's a great Hello. honor for me to be able to ask you a question. Uh, could you give us some insights into the existence of animals on our planet? Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, taught us to be kind to animals. What roles and significance do animals have in our spiritual, mental, and physical well-being? Thank you. Good question, good question. <laughs> Yesterday, um, among the uh, distinguished delegates of the COP16 in Cancun, I have a review a little bit of uh, my spiritual diary, just like I review a little bit today for you. I have told them that animals are here to bless us. Each animal will give you many spiritual points to add up to your spiritual power. If you refer to that uh, talk again yesterday, maybe it will come out soon, because yesterday was live, but probably they will broadcast it very soon again with multi-language uh, subtitle. You please refer to that. But I will be brief. Like, um, for example, if you earn every day like 100 points of spiritual merit, then the dolphin or the whales will give you 40 points more or 50 points more even. Or the dogs in your house will give you eight points more on top of whatever you earn. And the more you earn, the more it multiplies. And the birds in your life will give you also spiritual points. That little bird there, budgies even, <laughs> give you four points. Yes, even the flies give you spiritual points. Everything in this world you see or not see are helping us, blessing us all day long. And the animals are always blessing us unconditionally, okay? They give and give and give and give. Despite however we treat them, they give us blessing all the time. In fact, without the animals balancing blessing power, probably we would have died earlier, all of us, or the planet would have been destroyed. Okay? That's how powerful the animals' presence on this planet is. Okay, thank you, love. Thank you, Supreme Master. Thank you, Supreme Master. This has been really an enlightening experience for all of us. So thank you for answering all the questions with your patience and with your wisdom. It's really a beautiful thought that how we can make actually a heaven 
or a paradise right here on the earth where all human beings live in such harmony and love. Love and compassion are not just to us amongst us human beings, but also amongst uh, animals and other creatures, as you said, that they give us their blessings as well. I would request just a few minutes more of your time because no um, I'd like to share a very interesting thing here, ladies and gentlemen. We are honored to announce the Arabic edition release of the international best-selling book, The Birds in My Life, or as it said in Arabic, At-Tayur Fi Hayati, and that is what we are going to launch right here today. In these beautiful presented pages of this book, Supreme Master invites us to experience how, how she sees the beautiful birds in this world, giving us an account of uh, the inner lives and the important messages these creatures have for us. We take them for granted. We see them flying all around us. We never think from a certain point of view as to how to give them the proper respect, the love that there is. So the birds in my life is a journey told through pictures, photographs, deep personal experiences. And I'm sure that you will be transformed into another world altogether where these uh, compassionate, cohabitant, intelligent beings, they all uh, are living in harmony and the awareness can go much beyond that, our imagination. So um, what inspired you to write this book, Supreme Master? Thank you, Angel, the Angel of Allah. What inspires me is my birds. <laughs> they just give me so much <laughs> information that the, even these books are just uh, a one little part of whatever we intercommunicate. Yeah, just only a sample. And um, we have talked with each other that we should do something for the birds. Yes, and the birds are connected with other animals as well. I'm hoping that uh, through this book, people are more connected with the birds and then more connected with all other animals. And to respect and love and to protect them the way you have just mentioned. That should be our world. The world when all live in peace and no fear from each other. Excellent. That really is beautiful. So... Um... Now that we have Supreme Master right here with us as if she was in the room, perhaps we can uh, symbolically cut the ribbon to launch the Arabic uh, edition of this book, uh, Birds in My Life. Can I request uh, that? Yes, please. <laughs> Would you join us in, in this wonderful yes. <laughs> launching ceremony? I do that and I thank you immensely. <laughs> thank you so much. You're so kind. You're so kind. And you can see okay. over here. We cut it. <laughs> we drop it and you cut it. Thank you so much. Okay, one, two, three. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. All of you. I'm so pleased, so pleased. Thank you. So happy. Thank you. Thank you so much. We'd really like to thank you, Supreme Master Chinghai. It's been wonderful uh, that you shared your knowledge with us and your insights and showing us the way that how a vegan lifestyle could actually transform the world into a more peaceful place and um, we wish you good health and hope for success in every aspect and in the life affirming and love spreading uh, vegan diet that you follow which follows through to other things but before we say goodbye to you um, I have uh, some piece of news uh, because we've just yes. launched the book as of a few minutes ago but it was put on the stands so all the books which were here in UAE 
are on reserve list. So I'm I'm going to request you to send another shipment. Already the book oh. is quite a success here, even just a few minutes. Already gone. <laughs> thank you so much to your nearly all the books. I don't know how to say to thank you. No, my no, God. no. God so bless you. kindly send us the shipment, and we'd love to welcome you one day in Dubai as well, so that you can be actually here with us. It would be an honor, Supreme Master. Thank you so yes, much. Yes, I would love that. <laughs> I would love that. Allah willing, God willing. <laughs> Thank you so much. And uh, my God, my people will be in touch with you to send the books, uh, extra more books that you requested. <laughs> oh, your people love birds, huh? <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> yes. Please convey my thanks to His Royal Highness, the Crown Prince, Wheaton. and all the staff in his company, <laughs> and all the people involved. May Allah bless him, His Royal Highness. Thank you so much. Thank you. I also bid you farewell now, and I will pray for your well-being, and I know you will make a right decision. Okay? <laughs> Thank you. Allah bless us all. Thank you, Supreme Master. Appreciate it. So, ladies and gentlemen, with such profound thoughts, we actually are going to be closing this two-day Miveg uh, Congress. If I could request Sandhya to please also come here. And I think Sandhya is going to cry. She's so overwhelmed by the two days of the Congress and looking forward to a next year. You know, when you uh, start and imagine that you want to do something, it is always very possible, be it for yourself or for a community or a family. We all have certain dreams. We all are in the Middle East for many years, for our jobs, for several other reasons that we come here. But whatever we do in the place that we stay is vital. You cannot postpone Things like doing good to a tomorrow when you have more time, more money, you're more relaxed. No, it doesn't happen that way. So this whole uh, journey of 17 years personally and of each one of you who's been around, always my message at the end of this Congress is that if you have a thought and you want to make it happen, it's only here and now. So same goes for any change that we want to make in our lives. This particular Congress is also a culmination of a thought that has been there in many minds, not just one, but the way we can connect again and do things that really make a difference and solve the problems of the land here is so very important. And this whole particular Congress has been the work of a lot of people, a lot of contributions, deep thanks to everybody and Zofi for carrying this through with that smile of hers throughout the two days. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a and pleasure. Vegetarian living for better health and environment was just the theme for this time. There are many other areas of depth that we can go to in future with tools that we have launched. Please come up with your ideas. These are not any one person or two people's things. Please share your ideas 
online. We have Ram here, who's our IT, um, you know, who's brought the whole IT thing together for us, the website, the Facebook, and so on. So each one has just taken responsibility by themselves. And this doesn't happen when there's no team. So I really thank the team that is behind all this. Without further ado, thank you. And thank you deep, all so deep much. thanks to all of you. Please. I like to um, suggest all people, all children, all adults, read this book, this wonderful book. Thanks to Mr. Chinghai for this wonderful book. It's helped me to know the feeling of uh, an animal and especially a bird. I like this thing and uh, it's helped me to know the bird better. It's a very important point for me. After we, I finished this book, now it's a different, real, different uh, world for me. BOH Go Green to save the planet. Amazing, amazing uh, source of energy. <laughs> her knowledge and the facts and the way she portrays her messages. I mean, any person from any level, from any nationality, from any religion will listen to it because the way she, she communicates to us um, is, is in a very simple manner but in a very factual manner as well. It was a great honor for us to actually have the Supreme Master uh, communicate with us. Uh, her messages were definitely very enlightening and definitely left some thoughts with people uh, to start living more consciously and, and really making an effort uh, to protect the environment and the world that we're living in. Be veg, go green to save the planet. Uh, Supreme Master Ching Hai's uh, talks today and the interaction was uh, really a remarkable inspiration for me to uh, hear her passion, to see and feel her passion and her commitment to uh, what it means uh, to planet Earth. If we could all move towards a vegan diet is, is, is a source of inspiration and a message of extreme importance to all of us uh, because she's absolutely right that, uh, uh, you know, indeed most of the world's uh, greenhouse gases, uh, the largest source of emissions actually come from uh, farms that breed animals for human consumption. We need to have the personal commitment and that personal commitment needs to be strong enough to actually translate into a call for action by our leaders around the world. And by combining those two things, which Supreme Master so clearly has done, uh, I think we can move towards uh, her stated a very noble objective. Be wedge, go green to save the planet. She has a, a wonderful energy, a, a lovely aura, and the way she speaks so softly, her message really hits home, and you feel that she's concerned. And she gives good percentage or uh, researches uh, about the region that she's talking about, so that made a lot of sense. Her message was really wonderful, that we can save the planet by such a simple choice as changing our diet.
I come from a culture which are primarily meat eaters. But today, after Supreme Master's message, I'm really thinking deep about it, that how a little bit we can make a difference uh, in the world. So I will be sharing this message with not only family, friends, and whenever I get an opportunity on the media, I would share this message. I'm Zofi, and I'm a TV show host. Keep watching Supreme Master TV. I have a message for you. Be veg, go green to save our planet.